2: They're all about safe, ethical, and
1: responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's slash upgrade.
3: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, hello good afternoon everybody how the devil are you um we're doing this at an odd time during the day because of a few family things this week that were going on um we're going to go through brendan's press conference new to me it's new to brad Neither's has watched it but i tell you what if i was a baggage handler i'd have had a day off at east midlands airport today because i tell you what according to the paper every man and his dog's flying in to talk to leicester <laughs> It's, it's ridiculous that we're going to sign this many players in, what, 14, 20-odd hours or so? I don't know. This is Leicester, and this is Leicester Till I Die TV. Good afternoon. It's time. Strap yourself in.
1: Because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go.
0: You are watching and listening to Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube. And your favourite podcasts.
3: Tune in and join in now. And now, here's your host, Mark Chris. Hello, how again? How are we? I do like that beginning because it reminds me of when we used to win things. Do you remember those days? <laughs> On the day that Chelsea fans are moaning about relegation being a possibility. I'm going to have to go, I'm going to have to go to Chelsea and have a drink of whatever they are drinking because come on, let us get real. Um, Doug's in. Good afternoon, Doug. How the devil are you? He says congratulations on the 1.4. Thank you very much. It's only just, so it's a bit sort of up and down like the old bride's knickers, so you speak. Rene is in. Good afternoon, Rene. How are you? Andrew says he didn't see any dogs. I'll tell you what, just watch the uh, playback of the Leicester Southampton game. There was 11 dogs wearing blue then. Um, <laughs> I'm kind of happy at the transfer window. Really? Really? Um, Afternoon, Chris. Says Spencer, good afternoon. And as a bid come in for Yuri, apparently 19 million. You know, like I say, we are now... We, I mean, it's now just gone one... Well, that's seven minutes past one on um, Wednesday, uh, at 11 o'clock tomorrow. And we've got a match. Well, I keep saying well done FA for putting Man United and Leicester on... on, on on the uh deadline day uh TV. it's football's all about tv isn't it do you remember do you remember fa when we didn't have any fans going for how long and he went we need the fa- football's nothing without the fans oh fucking hell mate sort yourselves out fa um <coughs> foes replacement for Fafana could be i mean we're going to go through that at the end. we're going to go through the um conference first i haven't seen it brad hasn't seen it so it'll be very interesting uh and then we'll we're going to go through some um uh replacements signings loans for whatever we'll be doing that at the end but let's welcome him in looking well looking beautiful in red we're going to say hello brad how are you hi mate I- i'm good thanks
2: uh how are you doing, mate?
3: Yeah, yeah, not so bad. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm surprised that you know if we're going to sign all the players that we're being linked with again now between now and the end of the window. I mean, it's, I mean, I think these newspapers basically look down a list of like who might be available. Oh, we'll put in with Leicester today, and oh, we'll put in with Leicester today.
2: Yeah, definitely. It's always a case, isn't it, when you uh, you know for certain the clubs looking to strengthen a certain area uh and and you know and when, and when you uh take the chains off your little rat and uh release them into the wild of Chelsea Gardens then uh you're gonna get linked with uh, a center back aren't you so um yeah it's no surprise really
3: and and I mean, can, can you believe Chelsea fans worried about
2: relegation <laughs> I mean relegation's a bit drastic but you gotta be worried if you're a Chelsea fan it's a very shaky start um you know these are, these owners could be quick to temper in terms of bad form. Uh, I did guess actually, and, and people might get the wrong idea. It's nothing against Chelsea as a club. Is this is purely on the player, um, and and and, that, and and after a couple of months, we'll all be fine with it. it. It's nothing. But there was a picture of Chelsea with two shell like that, and I captioned it saying, "Two shell his assistant. How big a box he needs to clear out his office for in the morning." And I just, you know, it's just, but they are having a bad start, and and you know, we. I, we I thought you were going to, to say it
3: was a version of spot the ball, you know, spot for. Well, may, maybe
2: it was for Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. we talk about Brendan comes to the end of his tenure here at Leicester. Maybe he's done all he can, taken us far, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. It happens elsewhere, it seems, and maybe maybe too with all his fancy signings isn't enough to get Chelsea motivated and going, because they seem to have the same problems they've been having since he's been in charge.
3: I, I just I just think that they wanted him so badly, and when, you know, somebody suggested, that are they dragging this out, because we were quite insistent on the money, and I just don't know. I mean, under Abramovich, you, you don't know what shady deals went on. You thought, I thought Chelsea had sort of got rid of the criminals that were running the club, but apparently not, because they're taking us for fools, aren't they? Well, they are a little bit. I mean, I literally did say to you, didn't I? They're like
2: they're really desperate to have him. They really want him in the squad, but they're they they're, they're willing to fly him to America to check his leg out. And it's like, right, why, why why all the way to America? Why 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 isn't your staff good enough mm. to assess assess? Why? Because it's, they haven't looked with anybody else who may have struggled with injuries. I mean, I see that they're prattling around Everton the way they're prattling around us. So it could be a case of, well, you prattled us around. You you came to us and said, we want for and We went, he's valued at 85 million. And by the way, we don't need to sell him, so don't undercut us. And mm-hmm. they prattled us around for nearly three weeks of this window. So if they want yeah. to be petty, let them be petty.
3: But as soon see, as I mean, you tell who, really who, who is prattling who around when they know what the price is, come in with that price. You know yeah i don't um, yeah i don't i don't see how it is but it's american owners you I know i don't want to no, this is it this, this is it maybe he doesn't trust to i don't know but um maybe maybe i would love and i don't want yuri to leave but if he is to leave now i'd love him to go to liverpool and just piss every arsenal fan off that have been orgasming over him for so long because they've just they've just pissed about again haven't they
2: yeah, yeah. Again, although you could argue Arsenal have done some good transfers and that, and then oh, they, well, they have and they, yes, yeah. And they probably had a better window in terms of they're probably looking at Yori, and Yori's Uri situ, situation is different because it's not like Leicester have got four years to hold on to Yori. They've pretty much got today and tomorrow before they can't no longer demand a price for him. So you can understand yeah. more why Arsenal and Liverpool's now are circling and going well. You let the ball, you know, because we let the ball slip, maybe value him at 25 to 30 million. And they're going, Are you sure? Because we can take him off your hands for 20 uh, and mm-hmm. maybe some add-ons. But after that, we're not going to come in again for him. We're going to take him for free. So that's a different situation for, for, for a lot of reasons.
3: It is. Um, but it, it's... We 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 must have sort of an idea of who we want. We must have a backup plan, even without this Martin Glover being you know being here. We, we don't just think, oh, we've sold him now, let's have a look who's available. They're gonna have, well, have a list and crossing people off probably as they as they all leave, if you like, the club yeah, so well,
2: well, well well if what recent players have come out and said maybe the replacement already there, Dennis Pratt um is happy yeah. to stay and fight for his place, Samore. Has suddenly done a Mendy and gone. I want to stay here and turn my career around. We've seen him play, and what was a big game against Chelsea. So it's not like he's just going to get tossed in for twenty minutes against um, I don't know Bournemouth for something. He's obviously yeah. got a. features maybe maybe the club already have him in there, and, and this is just the opportunity. that players need to to feel that they've got a chance at Leicester to to get the career going. Who knows. No, who knows?
3: Who knows? And if he does want to get rid of some players, you know, he should have accepted Fulham's bid for uh, Vestergaard, again, instead of trying to get another couple of million. But hey, you know, like I always say, and and if anybody hasn't seen it yet, please, please do go and check out. It is on the Leicester Till I Die TV uh, channel on YouTube. Just type in Leicester Till I Die. It will come up. Uh, it's in the latest videos on monday night nine o'clock i've forgotten it was bang holiday he he had friends and he very kindly came in but rob tanner who uh is, you'll know from bbc radio leicester he's been followed leicester for ages he does have the contacts and he um he came on and, well, he wrote a very good piece on The Athletic, which if you subscribe to, I do say go and read it. Uh, I actually went through it with him on, on the Monday night, as best we could for the time. And we also sort of put a few viewers' questions to him, if you like. And it's such a good read. But as he said, you know, there is because no, somebody was asking about extra investment, and he said there's no way the top will sell the club. No, so, if he was if he was going to when Vichai sadly passed then he would have done he oh. may take investment in but he will still retain overall control so you know we, we, those are the people that are calling top i'm sorry you know and as as um as doug says here i mean i've lost a tenner on parker being sacked um <laughs> because i've got rogers down from the first one joking guys joking um I was surprised by it, um, you know, but yeah, what for managers have lasted longer than that?
2: yeah, yeah, they have uh it's an interesting topic um actually it's something that um if if, if you're free after the end of the show I'd, I'd want to talk to you about because it, it's definitely an interesting topic um there was talk and apparently this is something that's come from former as well that he has a habit of. Being a stubborn rich child with his two thousand or one thousand five hundred jumper he has on every match day, are starting to turn on the board, blaming them for for shortcomings, i.e., transfers, etc., yeah. and not really taking responsibility. And then the board go, "You do remember where your boss is, so you can get out, not us. We own the club, or whatever." Yeah. So there's talks that he's not the best at dealing with the hierarchy, which which. You just have to say that's got to have played a major part in it, because I cannot faddle my reason with how Bournemouth are with managers and how lenient they are to, to try and get things to work. To give them only four games in the Premiership sounds ridiculous. But if you are free afterwards, yeah. Chris, no, I'll have no, no. we'll,
3: we'll have a chat. No, definitely we'll have, we'll have a chat. Just remind me at the end, though, Don't Yeah, i forget. But, I mean, obviously, you know I live in Bournemouth. You know I know a little bit about the club. And even when eddie howe took them down they did not want to sack eddie howe eddie howe had to resign mm. because he felt he wanted a um new challenge exactly exactly and he wanted you know he felt he'd failed i mean he'd done so much for that club like that guy they should have a statue for him outside that club i tell you uh and even then there was a um the, the maxim Deben, whatever he's called, the Russian owner, uh, lives down Sandbanks in Poole. And he was the owner then. So, you know, they don't sack managers just for a couple of bad results. And they hadn't started that badly, let's face it, you know, for, for the side that's come up. But I, I you know, I, I said this is one of the reasons that I saw Bournemouth getting relegated was because of, you know, Parker, Scott Parker. He's just, mm. he, I mean, you know. Managers have reputations, and I just don't think he's a Premier League manager. He's probably a good second-tier, third-tier manager, but not not a top-tier oh. manager for me. Uh, same as you'll see Allardyce and, and that sort of you know manager, you know that they will probably keep you up in the division, but he's never going to get you into Europe. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? except, that one, except that one time that he got West Ham into Europe and they sacked him. So <laughs> well, yes. All right. There's always there's always the odd exception, isn't there? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but you you get you get what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly, saying, exactly. You know. And can I just say, I don't know if he's watching. I, I don't think he will be. Uh, I think if the kids are back at school in Leicester or not. But to Ant, from Ant's Leicester Fan TV channel, if you say once more that you should, you know, should we have? Sean Dyche at the club Even in the short term Just until we get a better replacement Then this will happen
4: I will look for you I will find you And I will kill you
3: And the problem is That he's being deadly serious about it as well (laughs) Um, James is in Good afternoon James How the devil are we um renee uh, said on twitter he's seen that phases is at the kp training ground i'd I'd read him we're going to come to that after the conference that he was actually uh flying in so that that wouldn't surprise me that wouldn't surprise me and sometimes you know we get a sort of from left field a, a player that you're thinking oh who's he I mean, I'd never heard of either Sumari or Dhaka when they came, but you know that's what Leicester are good at. That is what Leicester are good at. Yeah. You know, um, we 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 it sustains the club. We used to sort of always have to bring youth through and sell them. And yes, we do have this habit of buying players and then selling them on for a lot of money. But that's what keeps the club going. You know. Um, yeah. For sure. Look what Man City have sold this season yeah yeah well yeah exactly exactly right let let us start and let us bring in whoops daisy let us bring in um our mate our mate he's still there he's still in situ Um, Do what he's done there Well he hasn't done there but uh, I wish Subscribe to the channel if you can We're trying to get to uh, 1.5 By the World Cup break It would be great if we could do that I think we just hit the 1.4 But uh, if you haven't subscribed yet please do And if you have subscribed please 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 uh, Press the old like button Because that does give us That does really really help us So yep let's have a let's have a start i i struggle to hear i'm going to be honest with you but the first person always asks quite a few questions don't they brad so we'll, we'll, yes. we'll try we'll try and go through sort of one one person at a time that might be better so here we go
5: this is this is this is this is our brendan as they say I'm going to talk about wesley i'm yeah. sure you're expecting it there's been a lot of speculation around his future and a potential move mm-hmm. to chelsea do you have any updates around that situation
4: nothing as of yet, no, nothing been confirmed. So I'm sure if anything is, then the club will will let you know.
5: If and when it is confirmed, Brendan, how important is it to try and bring players in before Thursday to replace them and add to the squad?
4: Naturally that would be the that would be the case, but we have to to wait until there's any confirmation.
5: And looking at Thursday, obviously you play Manchester United mm. that day. I, I know you'll say you're focusing on the game, but Will part of you be thinking what may happen or may not happen on deadline day?
4: Well, we've waited until this point, and not a great deal has happened. But uh, but we're hopeful that if we um, that, that we can do uh, one or two things that can improve the squad and, and help the squad. So, um, but that'll be taken care of outside of the the football game.
5: And if players were coming in, uh, if a farmer gets completed. Have you been looking at replacements since the speculation has started over the last few weeks? And do you have kind of targets ready to go before the
4: deadline? Yeah, yeah, I've said all along. It's obviously very, very late in the window. However, our our recruitment team have done a fantastic job over many months in terms of preparing possibilities. And of course, as time goes on, that that that, that can change. But um, but the guys behind the scenes have done some great work. And um, like I say, if there's if we have to press hopefully press the button on one or two then hopefully we're able to do that
5: and do you have any frustrations that it is so late in the window we're kind of going into four games into the season and the window's kind of been the longest it's ever been as well
4: yeah I just think it's what I think every single manager would want to be able to uh, get the players that they would want in in pre-season to be able to work and and if not get them in through pre-season so but that unfortunately for us that that's not been the case. We haven't been able to do that. So uh, I've said it before. I can't lose energy and uh, and focus on uh, on what I can't control. So um, what I can is is control the the players and that we have and and do the very best with with what we have.
5: Uh, and could you see any potential outgoings before Deadland day as well? Uh, any other players who may be looking for me going
4: Not at this moment in time. There's been no inquiries as of yet. So. Uh, so yeah, unless that changes in the next forty-eight hours,
5: and we'll leave transfers for a second. Looking at Manchester United, yeah. uh, what have you made of Eric Ten Hag's kind of first four games in charge?
4: Yeah, I think Eric's adapting to the country. He'll you know and and the league. Um, he'll understand very quickly. It's uh, the tempo and the intensity will be different to to where he's come from before, and uh, and obviously the magnitude of the job. Um, but it's just time. I mean, it just he needs the time. To be able to assess the squad under pressure, playing in the games, he will need time to bring in the the players that he wants, and uh, and then time to to put in place the philosophy that he wants. So, um, of course, in, in the modern game, that uh, that can be difficult, but uh, but given time, I'm sure he'll uh, he'll do very well.
5: Uh, and have you come cross paths before with Ten Hag?
4: No, no, I I met Eric at the uh, the league um, managers' meeting or uh, Premier League managers meeting, sorry, uh, a little while back. So uh, so that was the first time I'd met him.
5: Uh, and also, I wanted to ask you about, um, just finally, on Scott Parker. He left Bournemouth this morning. You mm. talked about managers not having loads of time four games into the season. What was your kind of reaction to that news?
4: Yeah, obviously, bitterly disappointed for, for Scott. He's done a great job in getting them promoted. Uh, and of course, over the course of the summer, he's had his own difficulties in terms of wanting to get players in. You know, Scott knows the level, having been in the Premier League, and as a manager, you know where you want to be able to bring your squad to, to order to be competitive. And um, I think it's just been really unfortunate for him that uh, he hasn't been able to do that. So, uh, and then obviously, it has resulted in in him uh, leaving his post. So. Um, now, he's, he's shown very early on in his career as a manager, Scott, that he's, he can do a fantastic job. Uh, and we all know the business now that you can lose your job, and it's unfortunate. So, uh, so now I'm sure you'll go away and you'll uh, get another very good post.
5: Thank you very much.
4: Pleasure. How many of those questions <laughs> were
3: sort of wasted, to be honest with you? I don't know if that was I don't think that was Jason, but you, whoever goes first gets the chance to ask a load of questions. And it's like, I don't want to know what he thinks about Scott Parker. I don't want to know what he thinks about Eric uh, Ten Hag, because he's, he's gonna blow smoke up their arse. Of course he is. Uh yeah,
2: I feel like he's like a general pop. Um um, that's more of a present term I'm using Which I've never been to But thanks to shano I know Gem Pop But that's more like It's like it's like somebody's given A general list of questions That other journalists want And you know So we're not going around Every individual right. journalist Otherwise Paul Brendan Would have like a seven hour interview Probably yeah. to, to handle on certain days But yeah Very strange questions I don't know why people Always do this When they manage to get sat What do you think of them They're going to say Oh well I thought It was a knob he stole my garden No mate, The garden <laughs> yeah. one <he's> Never <laughs> liked him no, they're, they're, they're going to sit there and, you know, they're going to sit here and say, yeah, it's sad that he's gone and I feel sympathy for him. What are you supposed to say either? Maybe maybe if you're a Mourinho, but even then, they you know, when these managers have retired and they have Margaret on there, they're respectful of each other. We see it all the time. But people want to read about these things. So a yeah. bit, um, bit of a low start to the press conference. There wasn't yeah. anything new we learned from it in terms of transfers. Apart Two from... Points.
3: So I say, oh, yeah. two points that I, I did know. I mean, n- nothing he knew. I mean, this was yesterday on Fofana. Um, But what I did like was the fact that, you know, he's saying, well, you know, about the Leicester-Man United game being on deadline day. And he sort of said, well, you know, I'm going to concentrate on what I can control, which is the players, the team selection, et cetera. And yeah. in a way, I'm, I'm you know... Yeah he He can't do anything if he's not at, I mean I know I've been moaning about you know him being there, but he will have sort of said right, yes, get this play, if you can get this play he's going to give them the ones that he wants, and they're gonna know of ones that they want and yeah. again if you i keep saying but if you do go back to the um uh the, the rob Tanner interview I did, you'll learn who were his players, Rogers, and who was sort of the club's players uh but I suppose sort of looking at it like say he can't if he did, if he wasn't at the game then he nothing really he could do because it's got past his stage, hasn't it? It's all with you know the club yeah. officials.
2: Yeah, and again this is why every football club has has a big backroom staff behind the manager. Gone gone are the days where he'd have a meeting with Tim and Jim and they'd say, right, I, we've got this player that deal, we've got this player deal. Which one of them do you want more? And Rogers would go, I want them because he was you know I want him over yeah. him because he's better for us and. And that was it, deal done. Now you've got guys who, and, and I know rumours start the second a deal's almost over the line, like this like this deal is for, for old Wes, um, rap boy. Um, I'm going to keep calling that. I don't care what people cause I don't care how petty I sound. He's still a rat boy. No, um,
3: I'm, not, I'm not even going to put it on the news or anything once, you know, once he signed. No. I mean, I'm done with him, basically. Yeah, you know. exactly. I
2: think we all are. But, you know, we... He would have gone like like any manager would, would have gone, and gone. Right, these A A B and C. This is my top choice. Ideally, I'd want to get him through. This is this is my second choice. If he's still just as good, but you know he might be a bit older and he might want to or whatever, whatever his reasons. And if you can't get him and we really are struggling, get this in. Best to guard it. Kind of yeah you know, Best yeah. best to guard it give us depth in number, and that's what his team will go and do. His team will keep doing the research, his team will keep negotiating, his team will sit down with his club and and, and get something worked out, and he can do what his job is, and that is to get, like he said there, to get my squad that are happy to be here prepared for the game on Thursday, because it is a big game, and I know, not not just because it's Manchester United, but it's a big game in terms of getting our season up and running, because it's as nice as the performance was against Chelsea. in The effort it counted for nothing then, and it can't keep count for nothing in in, in the long run. So, oh. it, it, you know, he really has to concentrate on his job. So it's good to see that the structure throughout is is, is allowing Brendan to do that, and we're not going to be missing a seal on the sidelines.
3: Yeah, Thursday by fourteen seconds. Let's not go there, eh? Right. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> let's go back to uh, let's go back to Brendan. And
0: we'll go-
4: Brendan Hi, no, uh,
1: Brendan, results have not um, mm. sort of registered as you'd hoped, but are you pleased with the majority of the performances that have been in, in the majority of the games? Because the performance levels have been there, haven't they?
4: Well, well, certain levels. I think it's just this league is all about consistency. And if you can find consistency in the performance level, then you can end up getting consistent results. I think we, we should have more points than we have. I think that's uh, that's fair enough to say we've been in good positions in games and, and of course, at the weekend, I felt we should have had something from that. So, uh, but you've got to be able to turn those performances consistently into results and uh, and it's not been ideal, of course, the start and it is very early. Um, however, we, we would have hoped to have made a better start. How important
1: is it as well if confidence and belief levels drop for you and the squad to, to make sure those levels are, are still there when you're going through this kind of work?
4: Yeah, well, it's very important. I think what's important at this stage is is that there's clarity for the players in terms of the the game idea, the plan and then just reinforcing the, you know, there's no magic formula, it's, it's based around hard work. You know, The hard work will give you the confidence and then from that you have a better chance to succeed. So uh, it's just working hard every single day, keeping things as simple as possible and um, and then obviously you get that little bit of luck as well in the games.
1: You mentioned after the Chelsea game about maybe being a little bit more ruthless in, in both boxes and if you had done that, maybe you would have had the the, the points that your, your performances deserve. Would that be fair?
4: Yeah, Yeah, I think just a little bit of... Uh, intensity and like I said, we can see that some goals from outside the box, you know, which you know you want to have pressure in those areas. That's it's an area where the red flag comes because you get players at this level, 25 to 30 yards away from goal, they can shoot, they can combine. So um, yeah, you you have to be able to recognize those moments in the games and then go and press the game. So uh, so that's something that we've, we we analyse and look at and look to improve on.
1: And Thursday's game, it's an ideal game, really, if you were to get the, the three points, what a game to, to do it in, Manchester United in front of your home fans. Yeah. And, you know, ideal scenario, potentially.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I think it, it's it's a matter of time before it will come, and uh, we would love to, to, to happen on Thursday. So, uh, But we'll go into the game with the confidence. Um, as I said, we, we've started well in, in most of our games, so we can get a good start in the game and look to... And pulls that intensity right the way through. Um, and then collectively, because we're, we're a team that we have to be all together, everyone has to uh, be synchronized in what we do. And if we do that, then we've shown that we can be a good team.
1: Just finally wanted to highlight a couple of uh, players that played at the weekend Bubba Samari and Dennis Pratt. I mm-hmm. thought they did very well. And, and have you found that their sort of progress and sort of kind of reintegration back in after Dennis as well as well?
4: Yeah, for the likes of Booba I'm pleased because he, he helps us get through the pitch a little quicker He can progress the game. Um he's obviously short in game fitness why he only played the length of time that he did. Um but I was pleased with him. I've been really pleased with him in training, so I think that if he can translate that into the confidence and training into the games, then he can hopefully have a really good season for us. Dennis, like you say, has you know, he's been involved in the club before and uh He's been keen to try and show that he can um, have an impact on the squad. I could
3: oh, fall asleep doing this one. <laughs> I don't know about you. Um, a, a lot of obvious answers there. I mean, yes, we do need to get the consistency, but it was interesting that he was asked about the performance.
2: Yeah, and I think Brandon was very right to say that, yes, in parts. Um it has been good because, again, if you kind of quickly sum up every, you know, a- a- every post-match we've done, Brentford was good for 60 minutes. Southampton was good for 60 minutes. Um, <laughs> Arsenal was probably good for about two or three minutes, then they'd score. And then it was good for two or three minutes and they'd score. So it's a bit different. Chelsea yeah. was good. Um For probably eighty odd minutes, if you take out the goals, because obviously twins, but overall that was probably the closest to a full ninety minute consistent performance that that we, that we saw. If you abide by the fact that there was obviously confidence issues and still the the, the, the the mistakes there, Um and I think that's what Brendan's angling for, and hopefully, like we we're, we're probably crossing all our fingers, we're hoping that that was a sign of of, of this 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 um, get in front and then see it out, stop in. Because we seem to be in the mindset that Brendan was wanting that the second we went in front. And I don't know if that was, you know, a missing perturbation with the squad or if that is genuine. But if Chelsea was anything to go by, hopefully the idea is to go back to that being intent, being on the front foot. And then yeah. if you two are bringing a lot with 15-20 to go, that's fine to try and shut out the game and, and kill your opponents off. I think it's mm-hmm. finding that balance... And like, yes. and like the commentator said there, and commentator, the interviewer, journalist, you know, it, you know, maybe the home crowd, maybe the improved performance will encourage the fans. A loud noise at home. We've got a decent record against Manchester United over the last three or four seasons. Or haven't two, we won four. this
3: this this fixture last season.
2: Yeah, haven't lost in mm. four competitive games against them. Yeah. Um, maybe more in all competitions, include the FA Cup game we had against them. Who knows, this could just be that perfect tonic you need to, to, to bring yeah. to an end a, a, a bad run. But I did feel that this this press conference might be a bit easy, as in questions and easy answers sort of thing. Yeah, Interesting, though, and I don't know if you just about to go on to this, he speaks highly of Samore, eh? and maybe it's time allotted, I don't know, but he, he kind of just kind of touched on the fact that Pratt was still here. He seemed really in-depth more of Samore in terms of his training, fitting into the team, playing more. But it seemed kind of went, Pratt wants to be here, but he's still not really going to feature much. And I, I, I don't know if I'm misinterpreting that, but he, I did see that I,
3: he, he Not saying you're misinterpreting misinter- at all. It's the way you interpret it. And let's be yeah. honest with you, we interpret things different ways. You know, I didn't pick up on the Pratt thing because Dennis has been here before. Samari is the new player. Yeah. So, man, what what I thought was was quite stuck out for me was Samari had to come off because he lacked match fitness. Well, hmm. why does he lack match fitness, Brendan? Well, Maybe it's because you're not playing him. <laughs> well, yeah,
2: true, but th- th- that does bode well. The fact that he's saying he, he only took him off for match fitness and it wasn't that he was unhappy, Brendan, does bode well. I, I mean, I I don't know. I've, you and Craig might do an eleven. I'm sure beforehand, yeah, but I'd be very intrigued to see if any of you, after especially after hearing the way he's speaking about Samore, of course, Chowdhury could be a case for that, we know it's all too well. But to see if he makes it to your 11 Manchester United, because I'm now thinking, oh, might see Samore in there again if, that, if
3: that's how he's if, if he moves indeedy back into defense, we never well, know, yeah, you, you know, might have to, to, to fill okay. that gap. Um, the other thing that, yeah. So that, that's what I, I got out of it, and yes, it will be interesting. It's not me that picks the team, it's Craig, so we'll see what he goes uh, goes for. Oh, um, great. Well, when I carry it in goal, then yeah, <laughs> he's not that bad. Come on, <laughs> he, he picks better teams than Brendan does sometimes. Very Just true. talking though about um consistency and that what he has made, somebody posted it on Facebook, and if you haven't seen. Zaha's interview post-the-game yesterday when they got 1-1 draw with Everton, I think it was. And he basically said, we have got to stop this defending when we've got a goal up. He said, because it is so frustrating. And the guy that posted it went like, yeah, every Leicester fan thinks as well. Exactly. And it was just, he could, he could exactly. have been saying exactly what we thought. But, uh, but anyway... Um, David says here, uh, I'd I like to know if when we start a game and we look obviously off the pace and lack in passion intensity, how does it change intensity? join oh, Chris, Chris,
2: you know. Chris, the join that? Chris, he who should not be named has joined Chelsea. According to Sky Sports, it has just broke. I've just got a notification on my phone, a deal worth up 75 million. Wesley Fofana joins Chelsea from Leicester. That's just a notification on my Sky Sports app. And he apparently
3: he's trained with the team this morning. Well, I hope he fell down a mine shaft. Yeah, Um, I do as well. I do as well. But it does mean that he is not now the most. Well, he's not going to be the most expensive defender because Maguire was more.
2: Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, obviously, that's only a little snippet. Maybe the headlines will entail that the deal eventually would make him the most expensive one i think well, it, said, what no, it, well, it says here it's 70
3: million plus a possible 5 million and add-ons but let's face well, it as well 70 75 million what did we pay for him
2: 40 we do have to remember the salon fee to st etienne as well which i think is why um
3: did so we pay that the, much for him no we know uh, we paid 40 for tielemans we didn't play 40 for for
2: or oh, maybe that was the price they were holding out for and we knocked it down. Maybe it was only I 30 I can't honestly remember. I've, maybe it's the Tillerman's deal. I'm confusing with 40 million. And it was a bit less. Check but...
3: it now. Yeah, I'm just going to check it now. Um, how much did Leicester pay for Fafana? Um, 82.5 million with add-ons. That's Euros, by the way. Uh, that still seems a bit expensive. I don't, I don't think we played... Um let's have a look. You've got me wondering. I mean now. The report might, the report
2: in his sale might tell you how much Leicester paid for him originally.
3: I, I, I do like transfer market, they usually uh know all their stuff. Um where's Here we go. Um some NTN to Leicester, well, 30 million so we we've and i'm sure we'll have put some sign-ons you know yeah yes yeah uh terry i think knows some news that we don't uh he's history now so goodbye dacca dacca hey. terry what are you doing have you been on the old uh, on the old falling down water a bit early today uh, <laughs> i reckon so i reckon he was typing
2: out and someone said dacca and he's put, he's done one of them hasn't he? he's yeah. gone, that well, we'd... screw you for DACA and just press the same, you, <laughs> Terry? You had one our moments.
3: Chris says, "Haven't, haven't Ceddie got twenty-five percent? I don't know. They will have a sell-on yeah. for you at some point. Welcome along, Chris. By the way, uh again, just to, and, and welcome to James. James is in the chat as well. Good afternoon, James. Just catching up with everybody here. And a good thing. I mean, I know I keep going on about it, but it was probably one of the best interviews. I've had, I mean, I think it was better than my Fabrizio one from last year that he knows because he knows people at the club, you know what I mean? And, um, I mean, you know, he used to be able to ring, he said he used to ring Milan Mandrich up and say any news and, and he'd give him some news to print. Um, but he does like what players do on the training field. He's not one of these managers, Brendan, that says, like, yeah, it's all right. You know, you're not being very good, but I'm going to put you in anyway. And like he said there with Samarin, I did pick up on that, that he has been showing signs of improvement on the training field. Us, you know what I mean? So uh, yeah. that 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 could be good. Um um, can't wait for March the 11th. I did put it up, I did put it up as a date for your diaries, guys, a, few, <laughs> a week ago. Make a note 11th of March, 3 pm. I'm sure it will get changed for TV. Uh, that is the return, yeah. return of Hellboy, as they say. Right, let's have a look what um, your, your, your favorite and my favorite manager continues to say.
6: Uh, Jason Hi, Jason. Seven wins in the Premier League this calendar year, two of those against teams that were relegated towards the end of last season. How concerned are you by the longer-term trend of how the results are going this season, not just the start of this campaign?
4: Yeah, listen, the game's about results, of course, and um, we just continue to to work hard and, and find those results.
6: Does well, what does success look like this season? Did it change at all? Did your targets and goals change despite that? Starts
4: the campaign. I think I'd mentioned before that I would wait to reserve what that ambition would be until until after the uh, the window closes, and uh, I think it'll be a lot clearer where we're at uh, after Thursday.
6: Understandable. On Saturday, you spoke about the need to be more. Sorry, just picking
3: up on what a couple of things Jason said there. It does put yeah. it. It does put it in uh, perspective seven wins in a calendar year and three of those against relegated teams.
2: Yeah, it, it does. Uh, it does put it in perspective and it's quite harrowing when you look at it like that. But, you know, it also helps the media put pressure on a situation. You look at Steven Gerrard, um, yeah. you know, four games into a season... They're not having the greatest start, but suddenly it's only four wins or five wins he's had in in in, in sixteen, seventeen Premier League games. I and mean, we, I mean, what next? Are we gonna? Are we gonna? say that Leicester haven't won a game in 100-and-something days because that's how long it's been.
3: <laughs> hey, you've been reading my BBC post, haven't you? <laughs> I, 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 I've glanced over it a little bit,
2: maybe, mate. Maybe, maybe. Well, I
3: maybe mentioned the fact that it was 2,700-odd days since we were last at the foot of the Premier League. So it we, we we journalists can kind of uh, use these figures to, to back us up. Um, and it's quite... He, 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 you know, he's waiting to reserve. And I guess this is quite... Um, quite fair to him really he doesn't want to commit until he knows the wind transfer window shut and he knows what we have you know players we've got I mean you know if we look at all our well I've, I've got my sort of prediction here for the for the teams I've got um where are we I've got uh Leeds to be bottom <laughs> I mean, They've proven me wrong. Southampton to be 18th. They beat, can I just say, they beat an 11 man Chelsea last night. Well done. Uh, you know how to do it. Um, so y- you just, I got Man United in seventh. So who knows? So we do these predictions early on. And I think he was quite right to, you know, to, to save judgment.
2: Yeah, I, I, I agree. And like I can understand the frustrations and the people always look, and it's all about like your own perspective. Some people, are, I mean, me personally, I do games on like a blockade of three. How have we done? Okay, how can we either match? We need to either match or drastically improve that. And, and, and obviously Leicester's would be, well, they need to drastically improve that. So if, say, for instance, we draw on Thursday and then we go to Brighton and win, who, despite their form suffered a defeat last last night which i know did us no favors in the predictions side of things but it shows that just because you have a good start doesn't mean you're susceptible to go on a, a bad run there so if we can get four points out of these next two games things all of a sudden can look better but again it depends on your perspective and yes relegation form saying we've only won x amount of games in like 20 games uh, or over this calendar year But it is also what two home games into the season
3: can i Um, just say and i wasn't going to bring this up you know but as you mentioned that the prediction league can i just say (laughs) there was one two three four games played last night so between three of us that's 12 predictions right (laughs) two were correct you got yeah. one, you got one point for the two-two Brentford uh, away at Palace, and I got, got my three. first three. With a you did, you did I, one one. Yeah, I checked. I checked back on the
2: scores, and I was like, "Oh, I know one of us has got that right. I'm sure one of us went one all, and it, it, it was you, sir. Well done.
3: It was. Uh, dear, thank you, sir. I I was. I'm actually only a point behind Steve now. <laughs> Welcome hey. back, Steve. Thank you. Don't have any more holidays. People yeah. understanding for you, but yeah, it's my first. I feel like I'm up and running now. Like Brendan, you yeah, know, got my first uh, gold uh, goal score, three points. I'm up and running, but uh, it won't last long. It won't last long. Uh,
6: right, let's get uh, let's get back to our Brendan. More aggressive, have more desire, and be brave when you're asked about conceding another goal from outside the box. Now you said something similar back in February when I asked about set piece defending. You said. It's about organisation, desire and the will to head the ball. We're putting in lots of work to be ruthless in our defending. Do some of your players have the right desire when it comes to defending?
4: I think uh, I think what you've seen from the set-piece scenario is that uh, we've improved in that aspect. Um, so that's something that uh, needed to improve on. And, and at this early stage, I think we've... Um, uh, we, we've worked well in that uh, side of it. I think within the game, it's a collective. You know, especially when you get into the final third. I think it's one where you, you know, as a team, you have to. In certain areas of the pitch, you have to stop crosses. When it comes into the box, you got to, uh, you got to get the first contacts, uh, and that's something that I think that it's it's more about consistency. I think you uh, we've shown that we can do that, and we can keep clean sheets. But it has to be on a consistent basis and that's decision making at times from within the game. So uh, so hopefully that, that's an area, like I say we, we want to improve on and, uh, and hopefully we can do that.
6: I mean you talked about it as I mentioned there back in February about hmm. putting in lots of work and you talked about it over the summer as well. I guess you can't coach or necessarily coach desire and aggressiveness So, what Give us an idea about the type of work that you did put in to get those set pieces, as you say. Better
4: this season. Yeah, I think it's always one of the the aspects that you, is very difficult to transfer as well, and a and a desire to um, uh, to be first to the the ball. Um, we do lots of work, obviously, on the on the field, like you say, on the static positions from set pieces and uh, looking at that organisation. Um, but it's always about that contact and getting the first contact. So um, so that's done throughout various numbers of exercises
6: Thank
3: you. basically just questions from last season weren't they about the, uh, the, the the set pieces I thought the good question was about desire are the players showing enough desire
2: um, I, th- I think they are um, but I think when you have such a turmoil yeah in terms of your inability to adapt and and, and 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 read set pieces that are, oppositions are taking against you. Respect, obviously, most notably corners, uh, more than dead ball situations. Um, it, it, it's a long process because you have to figure out a new system. Um, we know certain players just like to be able to stand still in the box, so finding that I wouldn't say motivation. It, it's, it's a very difficult question to answer without potentially using a word that's going to get taken out of context. But I think making that shift, making it so as a team we're collectively better at defending set pieces means you, are, you have to be unified in, in your job, what you're doing at, as, a, as a whole and not just three or four players doing their job in the box and the rest sort of picking pieces. Uh, I mean, four games in, I, I don't think anybody's scored directly from a corner, like a cross hasn't come in and dropped in the box and, and put in or a, a head has gone in. I could be wrong. I'm sure you might even correct me on that. So but if that's case it feels like we definitely already had the improvement of not conceding from a corner. We're not we're not dreading a corner as much as we were, uh, were last season. I feel it's just in a final phase. I think, you know, a Marty I said, just become a little bit of a scapegoat, but I think he's one of the players that everybody can relate to in, in the sense of,
3: I think that sometimes... Was, that, was, that was very interesting, sorry just to interrupt there, but talking yeah. about Marte, because uh, he actually did say that the reason that he was picking a over Soyuncu, he was asked this, I don't know if it's this conference or not, yeah, but um, if it is, I, advan- I apologise for saying this in advance, but he said he picks a because he's not wanting to leave the club. Where Soyun Shu is, and he wants yeah. to play players that are committed to the club. Um, two words, Yuri Tielemans. Problem is,
2: is Yuri's very happy to very 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 happy to focus on Leicester, get his job on the way, uh, and then let whatever happens, happens. And we still don't know until Thursday ends, Yuri might go. Oh, oh! No one seems to be that interested in me, and I, and I like this club. I don't want them to lose out on money. Where's that two-year deal you were floating around? Oh, I'll sign it. We don't know. He might not. He might go on a free. But Soyeunchoo's had that issue when his head was scrambled after the Euros performance and the dogged season he had and losing his place. Maybe Soyeunchoo. is more of a case of he's seen what happens. He's not sure if his head's. Where is that? Maybe he needs to go and have a fresh start. Maybe he's concerned about his family. And Brendan's just gone. You know, you do you. If someone comes in and that happens, we'll deal with it. But until then, you focus on you. Get yourself right. Just remember though, Thursday midnight, Friday morning. I want you in training. Focus on it. If not, if you're if you're still yeah. here and. and, and so... We did see Soyuncu warmed up, so he's clearly ready to use him if he needs to. So he's, he's on a mind no, to use did, him. He
3: did all right for 90 minutes against yeah. Um, yeah. All right, Well, stop well
2: Port, I I, I but... just think that Leicester would rather him sort himself out and then if something does happen between now and, and, and midnight Thursday or whenever it is it officially shuts, 11 o'clock, whatever, that he's still a Leicester player and then they're more than welcome to bring him back into the cycle and get him in. Mm. Um. But just touching quickly back on to that Daniel Marty point, I mean, he was, you know, there was a lot of blame put towards not closing down Sterling for the shot. And I think even Brendan said if he closed it down quicker. Yes, it loops over Danny Warden. It's very unfortunate, but that doesn't come about from it. And the team needs to react better. It feels like Leicester have worked on stage one, which is not concede from a flipping corner in the box, like it's a goal, and step two... Is getting that ball out, but step three is following that ball out as a team. And I do feel that sometimes, not just a Marty, but maybe an Evans, maybe maybe a Yori, maybe a Maders is is kind of in between whether to press that ball and try and go out for it. But you know, we've got to make sure it, it, we're stopping a shot. And I think some players yeah. are caught between putting a body between the goal and the and, and the defender and closing down the initial danger and. We did, just yeah. a few more tweaks that hopefully they're, they're still working on them, and, and, and we'll see eradicate the point,
3: them. The that came them. up, and Doug, I don't know if Doug's still in the chat, but I did the show uh, on Bank Holiday Monday, Bank Holiday Banter Show, about, where we looked at everybody's all three shirts for every team. And I did say that when I was researching that, I did find a website that was advertising shirts for sale, and it, and it did say, warning, may include clothing. And I'm like, and just following on from that, I've just seen this on Sky, right? And whether this is, I don't know that this is an excuse. If I say tongue in cheek, that isn't actually as bad as it's going to sound. But I can never Pierre Emmerich or I've never been able to say that. So, uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, continues Chelsea talks despite jaw factor. I love the fact that he's talking despite that he's breaking his jaw, and I think it yeah. was probably not real because obviously they don't really like it. Just made me laugh. I thought I would share that moment with you. Right, anyway, quickly. I'm surprised yeah. by that rumor. By the way, I thought Chelsea had been a bit more
2: sensible, but, but it's well, the Bayern won't use well, lot, we'll, we'll, right.
3: we'll leave that because obviously that's Chelsea, and yeah, I'm not particularly bothered about those. But yeah, know, the, no, the, the, the 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 time the the title just made me made me giggle. All right, back to Brendan. Here we go.
1: Thank you. Just just one from me. I think um, yeah. I, I've noticed in the past few press conferences, you've talked about consistency. You've also talked about everyone being in sync. And I wonder, are you worried that somewhere there's the, the club, maybe with you and maybe with the players, there's not complete synchronicity at the moment about what you want and what you're getting?
4: I think that uh, I think I mentioned before that any any environment. That um, where you, where you can develop in has to be stable. And at the moment, our, our environment, the stability is not there for for various various reasons. And I think that'll that'll change quite a bit once the window closes. But I think this window has been a real challenging window for us. There's there's absolutely no question about that. Um, players that um, maybe thought they were moving on that are not. Um, Hoping to get players in to improve and help, uh, obviously hasn't been able to be done. And then players in in last years of contracts. Um, so, so for a multitude of reasons, I think. What, what is important is it's that continually beating the drum that that being collective is is so important. Um, because without that, without spirit, you know, we we've got talented players, but. It doesn't count for anything if you're not together, and if you're not uh, if you're not talented. So that's always something that you always have to reinforce as a, a culture, a manager. Um, but like I say, I think once the window shuts, it'll settle everything down and um, allows hopefully to to push on. Okay, thank
3: you. I'm not going to too much on that because it's an old one, but I just want to say that maybe things are harder at Leicester than we thought they were.
4: Oh, I'm yeah, but, I'm going to do that.
3: Only because, only because if if they're having to wash in a sink now and can't use showers, oh, it's a plastic think, isn't it?
2: Yeah,
3: I, I just I don't want to talk why it's going. To no, I don't know. This isn't. There's a. I, it was just a joke, which was a very bad joke. The fact that the players are having to be in sync rather than have showers and baths. I, oh, <laughs> I know. I, I
2: understood that that joke, which is why I'm glad the clock allowed me not to talk because I just want
3: to. Exactly. Exactly. Right back to Brendan. Pleasure.
0: Hi Brendan. Hi I'm... Andrew. Okay. No. Um, I know you mentioned about James Madison being. You're hopeful for him for Thursday. Are there any fresh injuries ahead of the game, or anyone who may be doubtful ahead of Thursday?
4: Nobody. No. No one. Uh, not injured. No. Um,
0: on the on the transfer window last week, you mentioned about possibly needing two players, a couple of players out before maybe being able to to bring one of those signings in. If, if, if Wesley Fofana is is one of them, do you still feel like you need to take another member uh, or, or move another player on before you can bring anyone else
6: in?
4: I think we'll be able to do something. If Wesley goes, then that uh, would hopefully give us the opportunity to do something. So, um, I think at the beginning of the window was earmarked that there was maybe going to be a number of people that were going to be able to uh, to go out and play or the club could move. Um but that hasn't materialised. So, um, so yeah, but I'd still be hopeful that uh, we can do something over these last few days.
0: Uh, how extensive has the planning been and, and how difficult has it been as well, trying to work alongside other deals that, that may be happening this late on in the window so that if you can press the button on one of those players, that you are able just to go and do it? What, what's that planning kind of well, scenario been like?
4: Right? Yeah, well, it was very, very difficult, as you can imagine. You know, you're trying to prepare prepare for so many what-if scenarios, because, um, like I said, when when you don't have the the funds there to be able to to do anything, then of course it is uh, it is very difficult. But like I say, that there's a lot of hasn't stopped the, a lot of great work going on behind the scenes from from many people. But of course, when you can't press the button to uh, to bring bring players in, then of course it's. It can always be a challenge.
0: How confident?
3: We'll, we'll leave we'll leave the actual conference there because it, it does actually lead us on to sort of transfers. Um, good, good, I've not heard him say that for for, for many seasons. No injuries. I know. You see, my little dancer
2: did when I heard that.
3: Like, no injuries. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know that 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 is good. But I mean, the obviously that the problem we've got now is. Um, do is how much we spend of that as i don't think we've got the whole 75 million to spend and i would understand that you know i would understand that oh. uh so but i think um what was was that a weird varied question as to whether some players are not playing for him I don't I, it is you can read so much into I, you know the way these things are said uh but I do I am conscious of the time because we're just coming up to the hour now so I do want to go on to the uh links that we've been, the players that we have been linked with because there's been there's been quite a few, If we, you know, we've only got 75 million, guys. You know, if you do this, we're going to go out on a Nottingham Forest spending spree. Uh, but we'll look at these straight, uh, straight after this quick break.
1: Broadcasting live worldwide.
3: Watch us on YouTube.
1: Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast, Lester Till I Die.
5: Subscribe, like, follow and join in now.
1: Give me five from Leicester Till I Die TV. Join in as we look at the good, the bad, and even the ugly. Leicester City.
0: The Leicester Till I Die shop is now open.
1: For
3: all your Leicester Till
1: I Die merchandise, visit the Leicester Till I Die shop
6: at our website.
3: Indeed. Now, I suppose we should start um, with the the one that's been said that he's flying in. Um, Vout, Vote, Phase. F-A-E-S. Um, I think he's the one that, that's actually been flown in. Um, I don't think we know I, know. I don't know an awful lot about him. I don't know if you do at all. I don't even know
2: how to say his name, let alone anything else about him. I'll be perfect honest. Um I And mean, In a way, I guess I was half expectant of Leicester to be pulling a player in um, who nobody knows anything about because we've done that quite a lot. Over the over the, the contract yeah. for winners, haven't well, we?
3: So just looking at him here, uh, he's actually a Reims defender. So, um, we, we played them, didn't we, last season?
2: Uh, it's no, that was Renz, wasn't it? Oh, that was was
3: it? Right. Uh, so Reims defender, uh, Valt Faze apparently has agreed a five year contract with us. Uh, he's 24 years old he's seen as obviously the replacement for um he you name must not be mentioned uh Faze, i'm calling phase whether that's right or wrong who knows but Faze, and this is interesting is widely regarded as a rising star in french football not oh, france again why hello <laughs> hello. A- hello. 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 hello and hello. has been linked with both newcastle united and torino over the summer he made 37 appearances in Reims in league one last season uh, in his impressive displays, earning the club's 21 22 Player of the Season award. Uh, he came through the Academy ranks at Anderlecht with Yuri Tillemans. The duo have been at the Belgium club together between 12 and 17 uh, before Tillemans went on to Monaco. Faze has also played alongside Timothy Castagna and Dennis Pratt for the Belgium national team. Oh, he's Belgium. It's all right, guys. He's Belgium. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Phew, so, that was close. That was close. Uh, he's Belgium, it's okay. Uh, having made his international debut in their six ones in nation league fa- victory over Poland back in June, uh, I mean, it all sounds, <laughs> sounds good. Get him in, get him signed,
2: yeah, definitely. I mean, it was reported that by um Fabrizio Romano, who's one of the more reliable sources that people take that he was flying in, it was pretty much something the Leicester have. Most likely been going on behind closed doors, as we expect, knowing that Chelsea are going to cave or meet the demands for a final, or, or we were more confident that the deal was going to go through. And for a reasonable price, by the sounds of things. I mean, people have to remember, first of all, from that 70 or 75 million or whatever it is, the club are going to reinvest some of that money. Saint Etienne are going to take their slice of pie. So anybody expecting Leicester to suddenly have 50 million to chuck at it, I, I hate to burst your bubble, they're probably going to have up to about 30 at max, probably spending it, at maybe negotiating something like 30 in add on. So, 24 years of age, good experience, a new up-and-coming international, has connections at the club in terms of Telemans from not just Belgium, but and- Anderlecht, but he's got Pratt and Castagne there. So... Seems like he fits the Leicester bill. From all the names I know of, even though I don't know a lot about these players that we have been linked with, he definitely surrounds that um, Leicester aura, doesn't he? You know, if you're ticking yeah. boxes in terms yeah. of what he'll bring, player of the year in France for, well, obviously for Rems, not obviously player of the year for the French League. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. He might he might have got like a, on a bench mentioning in that. I don't know. But obviously clearly sought after... Uh, thankfully Belgium not French, given the quick history we 've got with um, mm-hmm. <laughs> with a certain Frenchman, so that's one plus as well. so it sounds very promising and again, I know we can't always take these sources for the word, but with the source it came with that 's broken many a deal and transference for lots of clubs, not just their own in the past, and how quickly that one was pretty much first at the queue I'm more inclined to believe that this is at least choice one. Whether he becomes a player or not, it's a different story, but definitely choice one.
3: You say choice one, right, uh, because the other player that has apparently been fl- been flown in, and this is why I said at the start East Midlands Airport would be very, very busy, is uh, Boger. Bogger. Bogger? Surely he can't be called Bogger, can he? <laughs> that would be... Uh, uh, I'm just trying to find his story now. Um...
2: That one's been brought to light more this morning, hasn't it?
3: Yes, and it's actually on Rob Tanner's piece. Um, Leicester, and, and that's the Atlanta winger. Now, my God, if we get a defender and a winger, I'm, I've got to be honest with you, and if, if Telemans does go because of this supposed um, interest from Liverpool are going to make a bid on the last day, um, then and we get these two in, it actually would have been a bad window.
2: No, it wouldn't have been, would it? If you look at the as it is, you get rid of a problem, an infestation, if you will. You get yeah. rid of a player that doesn't want to commit any further than he is to you, so it's indifferent. Uh, and then you replace them, and you not only do you replace the centre-back option, you use the squad to replace the midfielder that will lose in Tillemans, and then you use any excess money to fill that void in that right-winging role. It's actually a good window for Leicester. Better late than never, as as as, as the the saying would be. Well,
3: it's not over um, until the fat lady sings, is
2: it? Very true. Uh, more talks were the idea. Uh, I, I believe this might be with another name that's mentioned to it. Uh, Funny enough, from Atalanta, is Leicester are going for that old. We want him on loan to see how he does before we sign him, but well, they want to sell him things. Yes.
3: Yes. Um, Again, but it's good. It's only £15 million. It says here, Leicester, this is on Sky, and it's also on, uh, like I say, uh, the Athletic as well with Rob Tanner. Leicester in talks with Atlanta over a deal for former, former Chelsea winger, uh, Jermaine Boga. Uh, loan deal and, sub- and substantive transfer are both, are both options being discussed. Uh, Boga understood to be keen on the move and feels he has a point to prove in the Premier League. Uh, having come through Chelsea's academy, the French born. <laughs> we can't escape French or Chelsea, can we? I got the French born Ivory Coast International. Ah, there we go. Yeah. There we go. Made I just did that French bit in there though. Uh made only one league appearance before before joining of oh, dogs in, I need dogs help with this. salute Ucio and then Atlanta. He spent a season on loan with Birmingham in in the championship. Um, I mean again i mean a winger um we need that you know let's not let's not not learn by the um luckman saga you know we, we had we had under on a loan for a year and we probably only wish we'd had him for a month at the most um luckman okay he wasn't the best player you're gonna see but he he never let us down he could it was a, he could play on both wings which you know brendan likes those okay. sort of players and he knew where the goal was um it it's he has struggled. This is again bogus still. Uh he's twenty-five. Uh moved to say to Saluso in twenty-eight or oh, Sasulu. That's it, Sasulu. I've just did it in Doug's accent and it came to me in two thousand and eighteen before moving to Atlanta. Uh I've also been at Bergmo. He has struggled for minutes under Gian Pero Gasparini. With Adamo Luckman, who joined the club this summer after a year on loan at Leicester, seeing far more involvement, Uh, Leicester had an option to sign Luckman, and we didn't want they didn't go ahead. Um, Yeah, so those those two look the two if you say the two horses that are leading the race, if you like. Yeah, they definitely do.
2: Again, maybe we should clarify. Lutman was a player that was actually wanted, but at the time, Fafana didn't care to mention the fact that he wanted out yeah. of the club. So Leicester couldn't negotiate, and yeah. and not it's hypothetical, and, and in hindsight, it's a wonderful thing. But I I would wonder had Leicester known that Fafana was wanting out the club, if Lukman would have held out for the move to Leicester because he seemed just as comfortable here as Leicester fans are taken to him. It's it, it's one of them that I'll always feel. I'd like to say in a couple of years' time, maybe we, 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 we do bring him back here on a, on a permanent basis. We'll see. Um, but he is one, I think, that Leicester are collectively gutted to miss out on. But two very strong rumours and, and, you know, experience, a little bit older than what we used to bring in, normally 21, 22-year-olds, which isn't a bad thing. It's nice to get that mix. And maybe Brendan talks about this experience and we need to get the experience. And maybe that's why it's... It's a 24 year old, and not a 19, 20 year old. We're looking yeah. at maybe but it's I that's. That
3: really is, I think it's a good age to be getting players because yeah. we do know we do know that Brendan is good at bringing players through. You know, yes. we, we've we've seen it. Uh oh, like Jubilee Hall was Brie him, but we've seen it a bit, a bit with Luke Young. I mean, he's very, he's very lucky in the fact that we you know we have got such a good academy there. Uh Brunt yes, is, is one that's coming through. Uh, we saw quite a few come through last season and the season before that have actually now been sold, but it's brought some money of some sort into the club. Obviously, not great yeah. deals because of the youth players. But when you've yeah. got, and I know at the start of the season, we actually retained 15 of the youth players. So if you're retaining 15 youth players that you think might have a chance, you don't need to necessarily buy youth because you've got those players coming through. So you can go. Yeah, yeah we don't want to go back to the days of um, Martin Allen where we were signing. As much as we love old selez and, and players like that, you know, we we were like the Derby and Joes Club of the championship, weren't we? Because we bought everybody yeah. that there was a name that was available, you know. <laughs> so um we don't want to go back to that. So I think that's that's a good I mean, one's twenty-four, one's twenty-five and if we can get I mean I know uh did it say 15 million for uh did they say for um
2: I think you said that for Voga.
3: for Voga, yeah uh and I'm I'm just looking at a how much uh but if we get let's say they're both 15 you know 30 million we've got 48 million pounds all right less what you know St Etienne wanted but um you know we'll uh and I think we'll be we'll, we will be quids in and, and give leave top enough money to kind of top the coffers up. No, it's no uh, pun intended.
2: Yeah, and again, and again, you know, for all the frustrations, it's funny how quickly things can be spun to sound positive at a football club. Um, yeah, yeah. And because realistically, Chris, I'm sure we probably talked we've talked more than enough about it. But if you was to come off the end of last season and look at Leicester's squad on paper. You'd have gone, mm-hmm. they might actually have a quiet window without knowing the financials, without knowing that yeah. we're tight on FFP. If you took all that aside and just went, actually, went and, and you went through every squad and what they might need to do, you probably looked at Leicester and gone, hey, Do they really need to strengthen? Yeah, I mean, if they got looping in, they don't really need a right winger, they maybe want backup. But I can't see Leicester doing too much in the window, and that's that's proved the case for different reasons, but I don't actually think. Um, Leicester would have done too much more no, in the way
3: of no. that's a very valid point. And I mean, here, uh, Southampton lead a five horse race for Maitland Niles at Arsenal. Um, oh. it wasn't so long ago that we were in that race, allegedly. Uh, yes. yeah, we've pulled up, thank god. Um, but uh, but yeah, I just want to quickly run through. I mean, this is uh, these are players that have been linked with us. And and the Leicester Leicestershire Live stroke, Leicester Mercury have done us a very uh, decent this is Luke Luke Pawley and Josh Holland over at Leicestershire oh, Live. Uh, some of the players we've been linked with and their odds of actually coming to the club. Um I think now though they were probably lucky with the two names we mentioned. But uh, Tyrone Ming, Mings is valued at eight to one and favourite of these. Yeah. Right, so let me just quickly educate people that maybe don't
2: do any gambling and, and always gamble responsibly if you do. If you put a pound, right, at eight to one, on or a tenner on us to get Tyrone Mings,
3: you'll lose ten pounds. It's not going to happen. <laughs> no. He's
2: he's, he's not... He's No, I don't want... There's problems
3: there as well, attitude-wise, because, attitude, yeah. you know, he's been stripped of the captaincy by Steven Gerrard. Yeah. Well... That that doesn't happen for no reason. No, it doesn't.
2: It really doesn't. And you know, we're talking about a guy who, yeah, okay, he's played a few times for England, but he was like eighth choice centre. There was a joke going around, wasn't it? It was like eight, He became eighth choice centre back at Bournemouth. No, yeah. like, you know, if, if 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 you do want to go and put a bet on it and you like to chuck money away, go and put it on things because he's not going to be a Leicester player. I just, I just would hate to see that. I just don't think he's.
3: Well, exactly. Ray, Ray, Ray wants him. Ray well, wants him. Well, Ray, that's, that's you. <laughs> but I've got to be honest with you. I'm with you there. Um, sometimes it's better to not to make a signing than to sign certain players. And I thing. think I think we've just got rid of, you know, the, the, the bad smell that's been in the changing rooms. And I think we would get another bad smell if we brought in Tyrone Mings, to be honest with you, because I think he is... I mean, Ray says here he's a true Leicester centre-back. And then you've got James saying Mings wouldn't work out at Leicester. I don't want pla look at, look at Arteta. Look at Arteta at Arsenal. He's got rid of all the troublemakers. Uh-huh. Now, you could say that those troublemakers are experienced pros. And, you know, they may have felt a little bit annoyed that somebody with, you know, less experience is now managing them. But... And obviously, I mean, you know, Arteta has had the experience. Look at Ten Hag at 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 Manchester United. He's got a lot of players there, including Ronaldo, that he doesn't want that you've got to get rid of. Now, we we know, or we we don't know, that's that's not being fair. We are presuming that he who must not be named was causing a lot of unrest in the City dressing room. Well, if he's gone... Mm -hmm. Don't replace him with somebody else that's going to cause or is, has got a reputation as being uh, trouble. um no. Ray says we have tremendous problems in the air. We do, but a yes, now this is an interesting one because I you would put, right over that. In, sorry. He said there was problems in the
2: air, and I said, "Yes, Bill Collins." You skip right over it. I oh, know. I'm sorry. I should have kept my mouth shut. I should have
3: known there's a reason you didn't skip right over me saying that. I didn't hear it. I do apologize. And I've got to be honest with you, I don't think I would have understood it. In I the air tonight. Yeah, no, no, no. Once you explained it, I got it. You <laughs> know, it's a bad joke if you have to explain it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's loads of things that you can say that were about, I can feel it. In the air tonight, but uh, we won't We won't uh, David says, it's too early David says, Mings is useless, unfortunately Does a great job of chewing gum vigorously To give off the impression that he is Calm, under fire, etc, but he ain't that good He only just appears to be in control Well, I'd, I wouldn't have a dinner I, I'm not saying that this would ever happen But I would put a ten- I would want this to happen And this is going to surprise People Harry Maguire at 12 to 1 um he came up and it, it is so, a so left field it's untrue. It is um never gonna happen. A Chelsea want him and they can outbid us. Uh I don't know whether Ten Hag actually wants him to go. Uh and I obviously wouldn't be paying anything near what, what they paid us for him. But I mean, if he was available, let's say, as a £50 million defender. Yes, I would sign him because the way he was when he was at Leicester, he was a good, solid defender. He brought the ball out. You know, he he came forward with the ball, not unlike Vestergaard against Stockport, in fairness, but he would bring that ball out. And next to Johnny Evans, I think you would have a bloody good defense. The fact that he's like he is now is because of what I mean. He takes a lot of the blame because he's the Man United captain. But you're not telling me he's the only player that's awful at Man United?
2: No, he's not. And, and, and again, we have to remember, for all the stick we gave for the fee we got for him and, 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 and him leaving, he didn't leave us on bad terms in terms of how he was as a professional. And, and, and again, Man U fans have come round to the defence of him. He didn't ask Man U to pay £80 million for no. him. No. He wanted to go to Man U, yeah, but he was happy to stay at Leicester if it didn't materialise. He,
3: he signed like, a new contract at Leicester to to make sure we got some money. Exactly,
2: exactly. He was ever the professional. I've got to give a lot of credit to yeah. him. Um, and and had Manchester United paid say forty million for him mm. with add-ons, maybe pushing it to fifty or whatever. I think that would have still been a reasonable price for what what he paid for him. And again, yeah. I wouldn't see it happening, and I'm totally with you if you're going to waste money, that's a bit to waste it um, on but i would I, surprisingly Chris I do agree with you if if he was on the price range which he, he's not going to be uh, unless Ten Hag really doesn't like him the, the you know it could be that drastic but hmm. um unless it's on the 15 20 million price range which it, again unless Ten Hag really resents him as a person uh, he's not going to sell him for that little. I would bring him in though if that was the case.
3: Yeah, no, no. I, um, I, I, Terry said it's on Insta. What? <laughs> Sorry, we're talking, to, we spoke about it a lot, Terry, and that'd be interesting to see what, what is the trending on Instagram. Ross Barkley, 16 to 1. Um, you again, you've got to say he's left Chelsea by mutual consent. Uh, that doesn't bode well, does it? Um, well,
2: uh, well, he, he apparently went to Chelsea, so he's definitely somebody who wants to get himself back out there and be playing football. I wouldn't be opposed to bringing him in, but with with stories over the last week of Pratt and Samore making somewhat of a U turn, I suppose more in Samore than, than the than Pratt situation, Ooh. but well, I don't believe really him ultimately now. Sorry, just just
3: breaking news sorry, literally breaking news. Uh, sorry to interrupt, mate. Uh Leicester right. City striker, George Hurst, is having a medical at Blackburn ahead of a lone move to the club.
1: Oh, great. Another
3: youth player getting out, getting
2: some experience in the championship. I hope that happens, and I wish more the best if it's a lone move. That's a, that in the championship, and um the same fans of this channel might like me saying Blackburn are a big club in, in that division. They're, you know, they're a very. very well,
3: they were at the top amazing. not so long ago, you know.
2: absolutely. absolutely good on him I hope he gets in their team I hope he does really well and I hope he he, um, he, he has a successful season with Blackburn if that's the case again more to your point we don't need to be signing these youngsters because because we're doing what we're doing with these youngsters that are at the club and we're getting them out to good championship squads great Mm. news in my opinion. Oh, look,
3: I think he means, um, yeah, Terry's just DM me. I think the, I, I can't see, but I'm guessing from this, it is, uh, Wesley for Farners. Um, <gasps> sorry, I throw. know. Did I, just, I just said the name. Hang on. I, I'm going to hit myself. Ah, God. Sorry. Um, you need, you need people a named, uh, has done a goodbye message. Apparently. Okay. Um, I mean, let's have a quick read. During these two seasons here, I've played one. <laughs> During these two seasons here, I have probably experienced the most intense moments of my young football career. I have grown as a player, but also as a man. Thank, thank to you, Foxes fans, um, it's broken English, but with a little picture, emoji of a fox, for your kindness and your constant support, even in the moments you were led to believe I didn't respect the club. I will never forget how we vibrated, really, vibrated, exalted, or cried together. Did you ever vibrate with him? No, I didn't. I certainly <laughs> didn't. And, and, and my lawyers have told me to say that. <laughs> I will never forget you. Oh, so, uh, I chose not to communicate during this transfer window, despite all the criticism and all the often false and misleading comments, even when they were coming from the club. Oh. Uh, I understood and I learned. I didn't want to damage the image of the institution and I chose to take it rather than answer. I thank Top for his understanding. Thanks to the managers, to the coach who has always appreciated me, even if he chose to expose me a lot lately. I got it, coach. Winky emoji. Thanks to all, all the right, yeah. Right, yeah. I don't care. I mean, Just why the- you've
2: got have a jibe in the midst of trying to repair something. It's like
3: grow up i know i know i mean I, yeah okay fair enough for doing that but you've not it's really done much because you made it worse for yourself you know but hey ho you know um uh, yeah it is for far he says so anyway i'm okay, twice god's <laughs> sake you
2: know that oh. Dobby? You know you ever seen Harry Potter? You know when Dobby has the yeah. thing in the lamp and he smacks it against his head? That's yeah. what you need to get yourself I'm on, walking,
3: on. I actually did have a tw- Oh it's there, it's there, I've got it, no no no, I've got it. Ah there you go. Bad Dobby. Back, back. Ten, ten lashes for mentioning he who must not be mentioned's name again. Uh, Aiden's in and probably wonders what he's just come into. Hi, Aiden. Oh, uh, welcome to Letter Till I Die SM's uh, show. How <laughs> the devil is everybody? Um, hey, we do start that on George. I think it's a great move for George Hurst, I really yeah. do. Um, and I think he, you know, he's, he's done it at Portsmouth, which was. You know a couple of divisions down. He wanted to they wanted him back and that kind of says what you need to know. Uh so good luck I don't know where Blackburn are now, they're not top now, but good luck to him at Blackburn. I, I wish him well. I wish yeah. him well. Uh one well, well can I just say one of the better Northwest yeah. teams in, and, the, and, uh, and in the and it also
2: shows how yeah and it also shows how well he must have done at Portsmouth because Leicester would have obviously received that offer from Portsmouth, yeah. and he, and he yeah. no doubt would have been going, "Well, I enjoyed my time now, I'd be happy to go back." And Leicester have gone, "No, we we think you can handle playing at a higher level than where Portsmouth are residing at the moment, and that's why, you know, he yeah. he's joining. Is he? You know, and he's not just joining like a newly promoted side or a or, or a low to mid-table Championship side, with the greatest respect." Night division he's joining like I said you know was a very established name in in, in the uh, footballing world as well as in the championship probably more over the last 20 30 years but still a side of great quality so it's good to see yeah. we're sending players to that sort of club to, to get out there and get some minutes under their under their belt we just
3: have a look where Blackburn are.
2: Oh, we're down in 10th now. I was going to say, <laughs> say what should be like 22nd or something? And really
3: yeah. <laughs> I was looking for them at the top. I'm thinking, bugger. At, uh, oh, Norwich are in second.
6: Yeah, they'll be back to the yoyo.
3: What for doing fourth? In yeah. fourth. Um, Can we just United?
2: not double relegate these sides and stop this silly yo yo? Can we not I think just if say you get Watford's
3: relegated, part? maybe you shouldn't come back up the first season. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe they should do that. They should just, they yeah. uh, should just not I'm allow just them. To be, uh, yeah, <laughs> that would be a good idea. Uh I'm just going to go through the um the rest of them. I'll just read them out as a list, and uh because we, we we come up to an hour and a half now. So Adama rate was sixteen to one rated to come to us, um, uh, along with Villa, Barcelona, Palace, and Leeds. Tottenham are the favourites to sign him at five to one. Ainsley Maitland Niles twenty to one. I don't want him if I can don't help really, it. No, I don't Conor Gallagher 20 to 1. Uh I think he'll stay at Chelsea or or maybe alone, but that he I would have taken. Palace. That. Yeah, yeah, I would take
2: that, despite his red card against us. I would yeah. definitely take that. I think he's gonna either stay there or, or loan to Palace. I don't see yes. that. Happen.
3: Yeah. Uh Ivan Tony, I don't know why. We were seventh favourites to get him. I don't know why we would want him. You know, we've got yeah. we've got Daka and Accio, who, to my mind, will, will be very very good. And Vardy, you know, it's not a ninety minute every week player now. And we're going to either Man United or Brighton. We're going to see Daka start, I think, but we don't need yeah. another. We don't need him. Uh, Amanda Broger, again, another striker uh, from Chelsea. Um, I mean, Jack Harrison. Um, Kept Leeds United up on the um far, on the final day last season with fourth favourites to sign him. Uh could be on his way out of Ellen Road. Uh I don't even know what position does he play, but um I can't remember uh, if he's a midfielder
2: or a centre back, but yeah. either way, I don't I don't see him as a lot of viable option. Maybe one for next season we'll have to see when we're yeah. a bit more structured and
3: maybe People have spoken a lot about him, but I, I don't ever remember seeing a particularly brilliant performance. No, from him. I don't ever but, see anything. then again, that. and Jordan's just come in. Good afternoon, Jordan. When you can score nine goals against Bournemouth and your most expensive and best striker doesn't get even an assist, what is going on? <laughs> let's, let's all go in for Saha. Not Saha. What's he called? Salah. Salah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Joking, Jordan, we come to Fordy's right leg uh leon bailey apparently 33 to one uh from aston villa winger um i, I don't think those we're getting down to the, the armando broger uh was with southampton last season oh that is immediately no <laughs> if Southampton, no 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 we're not going <laughs> Unless it's the next
2: reincarnation of a young of a young Gareth Bale, we're not interested. Exactly,
3: exactly. Harrison is a progressive left back for Leeds. Well, okay, fair dues, fair dues. Uh, we've obviously still got the um, the injured Ryan Bertrand there. Bertrand, you know the, the the French guy. Oh, hello, everybody. How are we all? Good evening. Good afternoon. Yeah. Good morning. Good day. <laughs> Usem always 33 to 1 from Leon. Um, I don't know whether he's gone to Forest. He was on his way to Forest. Now, here we go. Here we come with the great uh, names. Cody Gapko. Gapko. Um, had an impressive 21 22 campaign. Started his current term with six goals. A PSG, apparently, uh, on that one. Um, and then we get down. And that's it. That's it. So, to be honest with you, I think the two we're seriously linked with are two extremely and probably the best players.
2: Sounds like it on that link. I mean, yeah, just Connor Garrick, Gallagher on there. That's probably the only other standout name that's a long shot with his odds and I can't see it happening, but he's probably the only other name of interest on that list that you've just reeled off there that I'd be looking at going, well oh, yeah. I mean maybe maybe Conor Gallagher next season, if you know, we will be a Yori short, we we'd probably maybe reanalyse Samore and Pratt and, and maybe and Mendy would be up for discussion for leaving next season. So maybe then the gap opens up if he's still a Chelsea player. Because they're obviously our parent club, Chelsea, it feels like, doesn't it? So that yeah. but yeah, on the list of that, I'm happy with the two front runners. To come into the club uh in comparison to the rest of the names on there.
3: just, just out of interest, uh Leicestershire Live have just posted Wesley Fofana break silence after sealing Dream Chelsea transfer from Leicester oh. City. But they oh, let don't... Me get the world's
2: smallest filing out for him first. Oh, hang on again, hang on, hang on. you
3: said it I again, said again, Chris. again, I know. I'm sorry. I am just I'm just my my worst. I'm, I'm my own worst enemy, aren't I?
2: Yeah, just remember his name translates into English as Rat Snake Boy. That's what you ah, call him. More, the Rat Snake right. Boy. I should,
3: I should practice that. But the thing is, what um, what I don't um, it doesn't mention about anything about the the you know the, the the raised eyebrows moments we had. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Funny enough, it doesn't, it doesn't mention any of those. Um, but anyway. That that is it. Um Man United coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Join me at 7:30 when I will be on um Devil's United TV with Maisie doing a preview of the game. And then her and, and another Man United fan Reese will join me and Craig at nine to do exactly the same on my channel. Um, I love it I'm I'm going to be so probably seeing you again if you join me post match not because of the way it is with midweek ones and the fact that it's a late match we won't be doing a post match show for the man united but we will be tagging it on to the end of the watch along yes yes so, we we'll, we'll doing uh, that way I'll be and, going in all time yeah and we'll stay and you're welcome on before obviously if you want to and yeah. we'll also be talking, and whether you want to stay with us or not I don't know but we'll also just be going on for the uh, till the end of the window as well which will be about an hour so we'll be we'll be including that as well uh Brad thank you very much young man um you do have your own channel a matter of opinion um which is basically what it says on the tin isn't it people come on and have different opinions about things
2: yeah yeah they do i do a show every thursday um due to scheduling by the wonderful premier league and fa i won't be going live at my usual time of 8 p.m., but I have scheduled a show, uh, ironically called The Problem With Football Is, and I've put a few (laughs) dots on there, because, obviously, as my show entails, it's what your opinion is, is what do you think is currently wrong in the world of football? Um, That will be, however, at 6.30, because, again, wonderful scheduling of a a late kick-off on a Thursday. But if you want to join me for that, get your opinions on what you think the problem with football is at the moment in the world of football as a whole uh, join me 7 30 on thursday and um, so that please. is yeah this thursday um i will that's what i want to speak to you about because if you are free it'd be great to have you on if not that's fine but i want to get your yeah. opinion on a few things <laughs> opinion <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah that's the show i'm doing this thursday at six thursday so it'd be great if you guys here could tune in
3: if chris do make make (laughs) sure you get over there because it there is never a right and a wrong answer you know what i mean it is literally your opinion and that is what is great about the channel um and there is a link to it in the youtube description below um appreciate uh, that. Oh, mate. Terry's going out tonight. Terry, how... Well, you do watch it on Catch Up. Do watch it on Catch Up. I'll speak to you so, straight after, Brad. No problem. Uh yeah, so, no stay, stay, stay tuned. And as they say on the radio, stay on the line. We'll take your name and number. Uh, <laughs> no worries, <laughs> mate. You know, I am, I am... If nothing, I am just a... Uh, frustrated dot read into that what you will (laughs) it's featuring a few i could have said a lot worse obviously uh (laughs) in a few minutes brad thanks for coming on mate take care
2: no worries cheers thanks for having me
3: yeah do go and check that a matter of opinion like i say on youtube full-time focus on instagram Not on instagram on twitter the matter of opinion link is in the description below on YouTube. This show is only going out on YouTube, so if you're watching, I'm guessing you're on YouTube. Go and check that out. Uh, it is a great, it is a great channel. Um, Matty's literally just come in at the last minute. Are uh, you late, Matty? Hope you got a me- <laughs> a note from your mother? Uh, Newcastle are wanting Chilemins on the deadline, so apparently are Liverpool. Uh, I'm guessing let's add let's add Man United in there. Why don't we? And Arsenal coming in and. Uh, you know, I, I, I believe, I believe. You know, <laughs> Blackburn Rovers. Let's add them in. You know, <laughs> Gluten Town. We'll just add a, a, the list to the uh, a list, the name to the list of names. But I'm going to be back. Thank you for joining us today. This was a very impromptu one. Uh, it wasn't the most exciting press conference you will ever see. And uh, join me, like I say, 7:30 when I'll be on Devils United and um at nine o'clock back on here with Maisie from devils united and reese uh some great a couple of proper man united fans they, they're, they're not uh, they're not you know well you know what i mean they're great to have on thanks for joining me now thanks as i say so much again to brad um i will see you um later on in one form or another uh james's cheers chris um see you soon mate big up brad as well indeed thanks so much guys Don't do anything I wouldn't enjoy. I'll see you in a few hours. Good afternoon.
6: (coughs) That's all, folks.
3: Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying
6: goodbye and see you next time.
4: This week's episode has come to an end. But the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share and get involved. Join us next time.
2: I like I'll be back.
3: Lester Till I Die TV. They think it's all over. It is now.
4: Sports Social Podcast Network.
3: It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automat delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? Uh, participate in restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.
4: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.